When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, who are you? I'm you, from the future. What do you want? I want to tell you about Dave. Dave has your future money. Spend it on whatever you need. With extra cash from Dave, you can get up to 500 bucks instantly with no interest and no credit check. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. We all love scrappy goals at the Gladys Street End. Dominic Carver-Lewin loves scrappy goals at the Gladys Street End. Duncan Ferguson loves them at the Gladys Street End as well. His last one for Everton was through the keeper's legs, deflected off into the corner. The one that clinched the win today, Dominic Carvalhoon, poked through the goalkeeper's legs, deflected into the corner. Um, some lovely symmetry about that, I have to say. Um, we are absolutely buzzing. Um, Alex Greenway and Dave Downey joining me. Um, how would you feel after that, Alex? It's such an emotional, anxious, long football match, wasn't it, today at Goodison yeah. Park? I feel like I've been at Goodison for about three days. <laughs> it's just, it was, it was draining, but it was worth it in the end. And massively unexpected like I said to you before I thought the best we'd come out with was maybe a draw at the absolute best just because of how it's been recently but yeah absolutely buzzing yeah it was it was a real throwback wasn't it I was I was immediately as soon as Duncan was sort of named at the start by Graham White just before the game kicked off um, it was sort of a little bit of a throwback to like the mid 90s when I started going the game and it was quite emotional to be fair and <clears throat> look I'm 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 not one to endorse Duncan Ferguson as Everton's manager because I think it's we can enjoy this day. In it's indicative, yeah. but that's probably for another time, isn't it? And that's what I'd say the resounding feeling of today is just pure enjoyment. Um, and and it, it felt fun for once. It felt fun to be back at the game. Why do people see you actually talk on your phone and they come over and ask you to move? Just you're right in your lovely flow there as well. I was, in, I was yeah. mid. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was peeking. We're in the park end. We're in the park end car park. We're in the park end car park. Yeah, we literally uh, waved and said, "We're not recording." I, I feel bad actually. He's a lovely guy. That fellow was backing me in before. Anyway, um, I'm sure. I'm sure he's delighted. It's not a day to be moody. No, it's not. Um, I'll probably get out and shake his hand in a minute. But yeah, it was. It was a really fun day. It felt 
nice to be an Everton fan again after so long. It's been a while. It has yeah. been a real long time, and there were some real standout performances there, which you know we'll get onto in the second map. But um, seeing him, just the, 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 there's iconic images all over the place there. I think, and I, I'm sure the photographers were lapping it up in, at every end of the ground when you're seeing him running up hugging ball boys when we scored goals. Oh, mate, please, please, hang on. Not now. Okay, after that short intermission, we are back. <laughs> we moved the car. <laughs> Dave, Dave is going to be back in his flow now. Um, you're saying there's iconic images everywhere, Dave. Yeah, there was from from the celebration with the ball boys, which become quite a regular theme totally throughout the game. Which is, on Twitter, but it, it was brilliant. The first goal was great because he charges down the touchline, Mourinho-esque when he when they uh, Porto scored that goal in Old Trafford that time, and that was enough to give you shivers whether you whatever your feelings are towards uh, the state we're in right now it felt like all the context was taken out of that, that match because it was there to be enjoyed by all of us and I think if you weren't on your feet if you didn't feel the things that I think most of us felt in that game and he's certainly not an Evertonian because it was it felt like a really special occasion and something that should be treated in isolation I think whatever happens now whatever, whoever's next th- there's all sorts of rumours flying around Goodison that like Nico Kovac was there as well I'm not sure if you've seen them Matt no. there's photos of him doing the rounds getting a pie at half time <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens whatever's gone before and whatever happens next it was just lovely to be at Goodison for an iconic game of football and you know, probably makes it even a little bit more special if it is just the one occasion under Duncan yeah. Ferguson. But he did everything right managerially too. So you know, puts the puts the cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah. I think you know, I said about the emotions there like, at the start, and it was a, a day where I can't remember being that anxious at a football match for a while. When it got back to two one, I just had visions of Ross Barkley coming on and scoring the win, and then giving it loads to our fans after that exchange in the first half. But I think we were all quite apprehensive getting to the ground today and you know being the early kick off the atmosphere wasn't maybe as good as it could have been there was a lot of empty seats by me I think people just jibbed it off and then we start off on the front foot we get that first goal and I think Dave's right it was almost as though everyone was just we're going to enjoy ourselves here you know it's been it's been a season of toil and disappointment and underwhelmment that it was just like right let's just enjoy this the players I think they emptied most of the reserves in those first 25 minutes and we've run empty for the rest of the game but I think Ferguson on the sidelines, the fans, you know, the way in which certain players played, it was just like, I know this has been a shit season, but bloody hell, at least we can have a good time here today. Yeah, definitely. It it it, it did. It felt like we could actually celebrate a goal again, you know, because even <laughs> yeah. I know obviously even the with only, yeah, and <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I know obviously the goals against Liverpool were consolation goals, but I've heard a lot of people just say like, at, even at, you know when we got the goals back, you just kind of roll your eyes and you just think I don't I don't even really care that much, but that today how we celebrated it was like the old days basically wasn't yeah. it when you actually bothered about when we scored <laughs> <laughs> and when like Duncan was doing it to be fair so yeah. it was yeah just I thought yeah like you said just seeing him I like seeing him in the suit as well because I thought I, I, know, I know it sounds a bit daft but I thought I 100% thought he'd be in a tracksuit yeah. but I don't know it just it gives off more of a, a managerial and professional air yeah. I think I'm just not into this tracksuit thing so um, yeah, yeah I was glad he was yeah. in his suit looking very dapper no, I, I think he was really intimidating as well to be honest with yeah, you yeah he's so Lampard, big as well from, yeah exactly he looked real imposing thing he looked like a bouncer on the touchline <laughs> especially when you compare to you know I'm not slacking silver off and everyone's different but Silver's very like tight in his demeanour, isn't he? Folds his arms, and, yeah, yeah. And whereas Ferguson was like, it's just, it was like limbs everywhere, wasn't it? Just he, like he was, he was like a lion prowling around the cage <laughs> in that technical area. And I'm not sure who the fourth official was today, but he looked petrified to go up and say, "Listen, mate, you have to sit down." And the way he charged down that that touchline right towards us in, in that side of the main stand was just uh, something I'll never forget. But um, 
again, you know, look at the results. It's it was hugely important because none of us saw where this next win was coming from. None of us even saw, like Alex said at the start, where the next points were coming fr- from in this league. Um, I was looking more towards like Burnley at home and those games between Christmas and New Year because seeing the team as well. I have to say, I mean, I completely had my kex pulled down because yeah. I, I thought it was a, a really poor team selection. I thought it, it just felt like it, it was a continuation of what we've seen previously, but it just shows you what a change in attitude can do, yeah. doesn't it? And and actually, I, I've i always felt about Ferguson and, and people, I think he's a, quite a divisive figure at the club now. A lot of people obviously revere him for his time here. A lot of people are not that kind about his time here, given the... He was injured quite a lot. A lot of people used to say that he'd pick his days when he wanted to be good and things. I think that's a little bit of conjecture now, but given that sort of context of how he's got this job and where we find ourselves in, I was really doubtful about, oh, is he really this big dunk phenomenon that we all know? Is he really this type of fella who's going to get a kick out of players? Because since he retired, he's become really softly spoken. He doesn't do many interviews. I seen him yesterday. He was nervous. He was really nervous yesterday. He was sweating. He he started to well up a little bit. And I thought, "Is, is this really what he's cut out to do? But I tell you what, every single player on that pitch was a reflection of what he was like as a player. Aside from silliness and you know throwing people on the floor, it was fight, it was passion, it was everything. I think that anybody it was, was it was, and yeah. it was anything anybody thirty years or under a fan of our football club will think of Everton at the very best, and that was what was so lovely about today. Do, do you know what else was good though, Alex? I think you know we'll, we'll get into like sort of the the goals and the stars in a bit, but I think. Dave's right in regards to the eleven. I sort of saw it and thought, "Oh no, here we go! It's going to be, it's going to be horrendous." You know, Dave has shown me a great photo there. I mean, how long are his arms? My What's God, that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at that one. He's a terrifying man. But, uh, <laughs> but if I, I was scared when I seen the team because I thought, "Sigurd and the Schneider, there's not not much legs there." Um, you know, there were a few lads who had a pretty poor game on Wednesday night. Sadiwi in particular, you know, he was back on the side again. But it looked like it was. It, it, even when Tom Davis came on, he was getting a bit of stick for not getting to tackles. It just looked to me as if they'd been told, just keep your shape, lads. Just keep your shape all day. They'll have a lot of the ball. But you maintain that four four two system. You let them try and play through you. And they're going to attach. They've got some fantastic players. But it was just seemed to me as though it was just shape, shape, shape all day. Yeah, it, it felt like they did keep a, a good shape because I think he's just taking it back to this basic four four two. Basically, that's what it looked like to me anyway. And like you said, when I saw that eleven, I did think, "Oh God, here we go." Mm, yeah. You know, they, Chelsea are one of the quickest counter-attacking sides in the Premier League, and we're starting with Schneiderlin and Sigurdsson, who I reckon I could beat in a race. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, yeah, I was a little bit yeah when I first saw that eleven, and I just thought, "Oh, don't make me hate you, Duncan." But <laughs> it, yeah, I think it, I think it is just a case if you just took it back to basics and told yeah. everyone to literally run your run your socks off, yeah. which. Yeah, they all did, especially Calvert Lewin. He was he was blowing at the end, wasn't he? But yeah. he, he was brilliant. I want to give Dom his own ten minute section in a bit because I know Dave wants to talk about. It. No, no, it's it's. it's I, knew, I knew you would. You can do a separate <laughs> podcast with Dom the Calvert Lewin. Yeah, uh, the DCL show <laughs> over on uh, on Blue Room Extra. Yeah. Um, the first goal, then, Dave. Um, I seen somebody who regularly interacts with us on Twitter earlier in the week as Neil Martin. I don't know if you follow him. He's into Spanish yeah. football and stuff. And he put online um, after Richie Elson signed his new contract that he doesn't think there's a better header of the of the ball in the Premier League at the moment. He scored two headers in four days since then. Um, 
he's really flourishing in that part of his game at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, and, and obviously people, I think it'll be a headline maker's dream, the fact he scores a header and Duncan Ferguson's yeah, in charge. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's all, all that sort of thing's yeah. going to be going on in the next couple of days, isn't it? But it's his movement that gets me. Again, I've spoken quite at length about this. He's not conventionally a Brazilian footballer, in my opinion, because you get work rate and effort and everything you want to see from maybe a traditional British player, if we're going off yeah. what historically players are like. He has the flair when he needs to, but I think he's really growing into this really mature, intelligent footballer who knows how to beat his man, regardless of how big they are. We all know what Kurt Zuma's about. Mm. We all know what Chelsea are about defensively. OK, they've, they've been quite shaky this season, but as an aerial force, the, the, some really tall, strong, powerful players. Mm. And he managed to manoeuvre his body in front of people. There was one at your end, Matt, at the Gladys Street in the second half, where the ball just ricochets and bounces in an awkward way. And he gets himself between, I think it's Zuma at the time actually, and the ball and draws a foul. Yeah. And it's really clever play. And in terms of the goals we've seen from him lately, is the shape of his body when a ball comes into the box. It doesn't scream to me like somebody who's, who's willing to charge at it with his head. It looks like he's he's hunched over, ready to sprint, but that gives him, obviously, yeah. the momentum to leap into the air. And he gets it, because he's faster than most people, he gets across the front of defenders. And it's that sort of side header, isn't it, into, into the corner. That today was such a beautiful cross from Jibril Sadibi yeah. as well. Stunning ball. Well. He was absolutely magnificent. And it looked to me... And, and I mean, I'd love to get the thoughts. I don't think we'll, he's necessarily someone we'll hear from after the game, <laughs> after all this. But I'd love to know what the difference is between how he felt preparing for that match because he looked like a man possessed at times. So Debbie, he, he, he's, he's so powerful. Yeah. I mean, he, when he puts his head down and runs and, and opens his legs up, he's just lightning quick as well. There were points in that game as well where Chelsea had the ball on that side and he bullied people off it. It, it was wonderful to watch. Um, and, and yeah, the, the cross, the finish, everything about that goal was probably as iconic as the day itself, yeah. really. I think he's not scared to take a whack, is he, Richarlison, Alex? And I think that's what helps him get into those positions, doesn't it? You know, he, he's willing to, to barge into the box and throw himself at crosses like that yeah yeah he definitely is and I thought like uh, Dave just said I think his his gamesmanship was a bit better today you know obviously he's yeah. the whole throwing himself on the floor and everything but I think he did it at the right times and he drew the foul on a bit more and a bit more clever about it and a bit more nous than you know usually when he was it does get frustrating when he goes down all the time but I mm. think I don't know I think he was just better at it today yeah. and a bit more clever about it do you know, do you know what's interesting though it's like, that's an interesting point you've made there because the since that poor Joyce article, which is effectively a hatchet job on him, you know, that was after the game against Tottenham where people were questioning his form and, you know, worried about how, how well he's playing. I think he scored four four goals since then. And I think a lot of players, you know, when they get that sort of thing, wrote about them and when they got that sort of focus on them, could easily go into the shell a little bit. But it's like it's it's inspired him to go the other way. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Maybe his English is getting that good now that he's, un- <laughs> he's understood that article yeah. and thought, yeah. Cro- not today. Yeah, cross the board, you real lad. The, the rest of the half, Dave, Everton have another few good chances. Uh, Walkoff flashes one, which Richardson just misses. Calvert Lewin gets in, and you know. Your eyes light up when you said his name again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to talk about him in a bit. Uh, <laughs> um, he gets in, um, and he has a quite a weak shot, you've got to say. Um, and then Chelsea come into the game a lot. Everton cling on and cling on and cling on until half time and then after the break it's very much a, a similar pattern isn't it as it was in the first half they're out they're at it again and while you know I imagine every player there would have been thinking my legs are going to go a lot here it was like we're going to pour everything into this to get that second goal and, and go ahead and and ultimately it's a, it's a scrappy one um, a mistake from Kurt Zuma but um, 
just the approach after half time. I think what I talk about first before we talk about the, you know, the goal scorers and the mm-hmm. other standout players. Um, I think it would have been easy for them to settle into the shell again there, get back into that shape, and just say we're going to try and defend and see this out. But, but they were on it again. They were on it again, yeah. And there seemed to be a lot of trigger movements. There was patterns to how we pressed the, the ball as well. Mm-hmm. The more and more I think about it, the more it, it doesn't just seem. If people haven't watched this game, which obviously the majority of people listening to this will have, they'll think that this was just blood and thunder all the way through. People were kicking players, particularly when they had that tackling stat that I mentioned yeah. to you before. Well, what was that? That was Everton made 37 tackles, I think it was, in today's game. That's the most of any Premier League team this season, and it's the most that any Everton side have made this decade, which staggers me. By the way, I'm, 37 tackles, it's what, one every three minutes? Yeah. A bit more than one every three minutes. Um, and people will think, if they've not seen it, and if they only watch highlights of the game, they'll think, oh, you know... It, Duncan Fergus in charge all the stereotypes that come with them they'll yeah. think that that performance was like this but it was much more intelligent than that I thought when we got the ball we were, we were intelligent with it as well um, the long ball was on all the time Carvalhoon was brilliant at doing that that's where he, he come into his own <laughs> <laughs> tell you what you need to calm yourself down and uh, the, the leap on him it looked like he timed his, his jumps yeah. in the air for once and obviously people will make uh, comparisons and, and say that Ferguson's had an influence on that which I think Carvalhoon spoke about in the past Um and there was it continued with the momentum. Now, one thing we've also been guilty of of the many in 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 this season and beyond really is having lackluster starts to, to second halves in games. Feels like a certain amount of time has to pass us by before we finally wake up and start playing. None of that. Straight from the whistle, they were back at it again. And I actually thought I know we're talking about individuals in a second, but I actually thought Morgan Schneiderlin read it led that charge for me. I thought Sigurdsson was great as well, mm. but Morgan Schneiderlin really looked like he had the bit between his teeth. He looks like he's somebody who's been spoken to quite a lot and coached through a performance. Didn't he have a fallen out with Ferguson? Was the, the whole training ground incident? Was him and Ralas got sent away, wasn't it? And it was by was it by Ferguson or was it by Unsworth? I think it was by Unsworth at the oh, time. Okay. Yeah, um, but no doubt, obviously Ferguson's been there, hasn't he? And, and we'll know of that. And it just feels like every single one of them were given the, the right talking to and it, the tone of every single one of them in an individual aspect. I'm not talking collectively as a team. Was, was was brilliant really and they just uh, looked bothered they did they looked arsed for once yeah. yeah basically I think that's ultimately the crux of it they looked bothered mm-hmm. they wanted to fight for it and I think it was it it's obvious in someone like Schneiderlin because arguably he's been one of the people who just does not look bothered for game after game and he's quite happy to get him get get brought off or yeah. even maybe get himself sent off but he he I thought he was excellent today to be fair I, I've got a disagree on Sigurdsson I still don't I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I, I don't. I thought I don't get it. Just on that, to elaborate on what I meant was, his efforts have always been concentrated on to, to pressing the ball. Now he's playing a little bit deeper. I felt he was much better. Certainly wasn't than he was against Liverpool. That wouldn't have been hard because no. he would have only had I mean, to touch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is, I felt there was much more discipline to what he did. I don't think he he was. We pick him in the team to create and having a, an attacking influence on games. He was never doing that today, but I'm not necessarily sure that was his role in this yeah. side. And and I felt Schneiderlin was miles better than him, but I just felt the the look like a purpose to his running rather than him just being a headless chicken. I, I agree with you in terms of his effect on the ball and the team. I don't think it was anywhere near as what we'd expect from a £45 million yeah. footballer. It's seldom been like that since he's been here, if we're honest. Yeah. But um, I, I felt it was a step in the right direction for him. Um, Chelsea's... So, sorry, we'll talk about the... We'll, we'll do Dominic Cavalier now. Um <laughs> 
dying to get onto it. Yeah, um, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk about them all week, so I'll let you two go uh, first. Alex, could this be the making of him? It could be, to be fair. I mean, it could be the old cliche of he kicks on from it and everything. But I mean, I think yeah, you can't you can't knock his performance today. He was. He, he literally ran his heart out, didn't he? And he took both of the goals well. And Well, I know, obviously, the his second one was a bit fumbled over the line, but, I mean, he's got to be there to do mm-hmm. it, hasn't he? So I think he played really well. I, I was, I'm not going to lie, it was another player when I saw him in the starting 11. I thought, oh, for God's sake, just start keen. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I can't fault him today. He absolutely worked, worked his socks off. I think, I think, you know, I've made this point before, Dave, but... In all seriousness, if you look back at the good things Everton have done this year in terms of performances and you think about the United 4-0, the Arsenal 1-0, the win over the East in this fixture uh, late last season as well, this is a lad who's led the line in all those games and been crucial in all those games. And I think he did that today as well. But, you know, you're looking at a player now who has been in and out of the side this season, you've got to say. Um, been in a side that's not created much in terms of chances, and he sat there on six goals. He's got man of the match today. He adds other things to his game in terms of his aerial ability and his running as well. Um, do you think we are a bit harsh on him sometimes? No, I don't. I, I think that when people criticise him, I, I think often it, it's fair, because I think we're looking at a player... Because you see what you can do in games like that today. Yeah, I think that's where frustration comes in because he's always had the, the raw attributes to do what he did today. Um, he's fast, he's good in the air, he can hold up the ball and we've seen him finish. Those those four attributes there have never, in my opinion, knitted, been knitted together anywhere near enough for us. We've seen patches of it, but nowhere near the level of a Premier League footballer, in my opinion. Um, and I, I felt the same in, in the derby in midweek as well. I felt like it, it. It just felt soft. He felt weak. Today again, there was there was a, there was a hunger to what he did. There was a desire to what he did, and I think he's far better at playing more of an instinctive role in this side rather than something that feels like it's been preordained or preplanned by somebody who's telling him to do a specific role. That to me felt like a raw striker's performance. That's why he's played direct, isn't he? I mean, you know, it feels like when you when you launch the ball up to him. His best assets are winning those headers in the air to knock it on and running into the channels. And when he's got a battle and chase and harry and scrap, that's when he sort of comes into his own. And, you know, maybe he'd be trying to play a two intricate style of football and you're trying to get into his feet all the time. And, you know, he's got to lay it off and do that sort of thing. It might not really suit him as much. It's He's a scrapper, isn't he? But he, he's been in to defend him on those pretty poor performances. I feel as if you, you mentioned the dirty fed off scraps. I think that's a development issue because it's very easy to brush under the carpet the start this lad had to his Everton career and it was very muddled. Um, it was very much all over the place. He was he flogged. Flogged onto, yeah, that's exactly the way they was going to use. Put onto the wing at times. We, that infamous game he played right wing back. Um, he's been sold down the river a few times under several different managers. And to me, again, it's similar with Tom Davis, you keep these lads basic roles and, and that felt back to basics for many of them today. It was all about. The, the basics of football all of the conventions you're taught when you're a kid about winning the ball back about looking for an easy ball looking for an out ball getting people further up the pitch all of that stuff 
and it should not be underestimated because it's something we haven't done for, for several years on a consistent basis. It's difficult for us to do that sort of thing, what we did today. Um, but he, he led the line perfectly well. And we, we said just before we started recording, you've you've obviously given him man of the match, Matt. I think you've given player of the season if you could. Um, I Come opted, on, you can't argue with that today. I opted for Morgan Schneiderlin um, simply because I took into context where both of these lads have come from. Calvert-Lewin wasn't the worst on show at Anfield on Wednesday. Probably Schneiderlin wasn't either when he came on. He actually put his foot on the ball a little bit, but he's somebody who's been often criticised, rightly so, for the efforts he's put in. We saw it at Leicester, I think it was, one of the goals. Someone, oh, Norwich, the second yeah. goal Norwich yeah. scored. Um, he's somebody who's been vilified so many times in in this team, and to see to see him, you know, pull his socks up and really churn out a midfield battling performance. I've not seen him play like that for us. That that role he played today, Sadly. I have not seen him play like that. I've seen him have good, good games when he first came. That initial burst of a few months under like Kuman was was yeah, brilliant, yeah. wasn't he, it? He was like that in the first six months, I think. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. The sl- but to the point where sliding tackles today. But that's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, what we saw in Alex is right. That first six months. I felt was more of a cultured footballer. We've seen him playing yeah. diagonals for form. We've yeah. seen him playing through balls. This today was a complete midfield performance. It had everything in it. It was something like you'd see from a Roy Keane type of player rather than somebody who likes to put the foot on it and, and knock balls like Dejan Lovren did to us <laughs> on Wednesday night at Tivoca Rigi. But um, yeah, none of that. He was fantastic today and he just pips Calvert Loon for me. Jibril Sadibi in a close third. I'll give Alex a deciding vote on that. I, I I fully get what or you're saying. Or someone else. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're not free to pick yeah. someone else. Alex. Just, just no, not no, a no, I, I, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Let's not get onto him. Um, I think I, I completely agree with what you're saying about Schneiderlin, but I think you've you've got to give it to Calvert-Lewin for the goals. And I think it he's may definitely, be he's definitely put you up to this walking <laughs> over here. Yeah. I'm telling you. I, ju- I I just wonder if it is literally as basic as because he bas- he had a strike partner mm, in Richarlison yeah. this time because no he hasn't got to do this one man by himself trying to knock everything down trying to literally do everything as well chasing his own flick yeah exactly so I wonder if it's literally as, as simple a case as that and when he does get these chances he is going to put them away because obviously he's going to be judged by how many goals he scores and he hasn't scored enough but mm. I can't. I can't fault him today. Um, Sorry, who'd have thought? That's all right. <laughs> who'd have thought we'd be sat here potentially looking forward to a trip to Old Trafford next week? Well, I say not looking forward. Maybe, maybe that's going a bit far. But I am intrigued yeah. by what we can go and do away from home. Yeah, new manager might be there by then. They're not great, are they? So why not have a go? No, nice. That's it. If you can get any sort of performance like that, we should take something away from Old Trafford. And if anyone can get something out of Old Trafford, surely it's yeah, it's got a great record there. If you still are, Alex has done three podcasts this season, and we've won. Are you going to Old Trafford? No. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try my best to get you if, any, if anyone wants to, I'll drive you there. If anyone wants to crowdfund a ticket for Alex, get in touch with us at the, <laughs> on the Blue Room, yeah. Um, but oh, what a day here at Goodison Park. Just saw a little kid walk across and then singing his heart out with a scarf above his head. Um, I think it's moments like that and days like that will hopefully keep these people coming back to Goodison Park for a long time. Um, that's been your post match show. Uh, we'll obviously be talking about this loads in the week. A lot more Dominic Carvalho chat a lot more Morgan Schneiderland chat <laughs> we'll speak to you again very soon here on the Blue Room Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old 
She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with GoGo Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a GoGo Squeeze. GoGo Squeeze fruit on the go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with GoGo Squeeze. Not a low calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.